Hello, friends. It's so nice to be back with you guys. Uh, I'm Katie. I have the absolute best job in the world where I get to teach people just like you, even some of you, about Jesus. And that is just my favorite thing. So today we're going to talk about Jesus being a healer. And when I was with you guys last time, we talked about Jesus being born and how everyone knew he was coming. But do you guys remember the paper chain and how long he had to wait? 400 years. I've kept that paper chain, and it's in a big knot, and it's not good in my office. But before we kick off the morning, we're going to play a little game as we talk about Jesus being a healer. So I need three friends to come up really fast. Okay, Jack, uh, Ellie, and Noah. Okay, come on up. So today we're going to talk about Jesus as a healer, and more particularly, we're going to talk about three pretty cool things Jesus did. Okay, so Noah... You are going to not be able to move your arms or move your legs, but I need you to walk to the back of the room. No moving your arms, no moving your legs, but walk to the back of the room. Nope, can't do it. Okay. No. Uh, not for this morning. Okay, Jack, I need you to cover your eyes. Cover your eyes really, really tight. How many fingers am I holding up? Four. Nope. All right, Ellie, I need you to cover your eyes. I'm sorry, you plug your ears and cover your eyes. What day is it today? No, couldn't answer my question. Okay, thank you, friends. Everyone back to your seats. So today we're going to talk about Jesus being a healer and three pretty cool healings that he did. So the first one we're going to talk about is Jesus healing a blind man. I'm sure you guys have heard this story before, but we're going to talk about it in a little bit of a new light today. So it says, and he said this, he spit on the ground. He put some mud with the spear or mud with the spit. Then he put the mud on the man's eyes. Go, he told him and wash in the pool of Siloam. Siloam means scent. So the man went and washed and he was able to come home and see. Now, what happened in the story? We had a man who couldn't see, and Jesus did what? He healed him. But in Scripture, there's something that is important about this healing. And it is in John. Where'd you go? Okay. It starts out with saying, Jesus went to the man's parents and asked, was this, was this man born blind? Who had sinned to make him blind? And neither this man nor his parents had sinned. But Jesus said, this happened so the work of the mighty God might be displayed in him. Okay? So remember that. that the work of the mighty God might be displayed in him. We're going to come back to that in a second. So the next one we talked about was when Ellie couldn't see or hear. I asked you what day it was. It's Wednesday. I know you know that, but I needed to show that you couldn't. So Jesus heals a man that was deaf and mute. So after he took him aside away from the crowd, Jesus put his fingers into the man's ears. Then he spit and touched the man's tongue. He looked up to heaven with a deep sigh and said, epitha, which means be opened. At this, the man's ears was opened and his tongue was loosened and he began to speak freely. Now, in this story, what happens? A guy that couldn't see or couldn't hear began to see and began to hear. 
this is what's important about this healing. And I assure you the time is coming. Indeed, it is here now that the dead will hear my voice, the voice of the Son of God, and all who will listen will live. So keep that important. Hear the voice of the Son of God, and all who will listen will live. Now our next story is where we're going to end a little bit more of our time today, but it says Jesus healed became a lame man. Afterward, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holy days. Inside the city, near the Sheep Gate, there was a pool of Bethesda with five covered porches. Crowds of sick people, blind, lamed, paralyzed, lay on these porches. One of the men laying there had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him, he knew he had been ill for a long time, and he asked him, would you like to get well? I can't, sir, the sick man said, for I have no one to put me in the pool of the water when the water bubbles up. Someone always gets ahead of me. So instead of putting in the water, Jesus tells him, stand up, pick up your mat, and walk. And do you know what happens next? The man walks. But what's important about this story is after the man walks, a group of Pharisees are also in that place, and they see him. And do you know what they did when the man walked? Instead of rejoicing at what God had done or being amazed at what Jesus has done, they had said, why is this man working on the Sabbath? And had criticized Jesus for healing. You see, we know based on what scripture tells us that Jesus was the son of God sent to earth to do what? That's right. And we knew that along the lines from things we were told, Jesus was going to do some really special and really cool things on earth to show that. But did everybody know that? No. Pharisees, other Jewish leaders had a really hard time figuring out who Jesus was. But do you think that was all part of God's plan? Yeah. All right, we're going to skip over the next one, and we're going to go to why Jesus heals. So there's three things from today I want us to remember and walk away knowing about Jesus healing, because he does it multiple times in the Bible. I just talked about three examples of it, but we see this in scripture over and over again. So the first reason is to show himself as the son of God. And there is a verse in there. Then Jesus declared, I, the one I'm speaking to you, am I am he. But what does that remember? Do you remember in the blind man's story? When it wasn't because his parents or the blind man had sinned, why did Jesus heal him? to show himself as the son of God. All right, you can go to the next one. To be an example of the new covenant. Who can tell me what the old covenant is? Those are kind of hard concepts to understand. What do you think? Do you want to try? I can help you out. Don't worry. It is a part of the Bible. So in the Old Testament, in order for God to have a relationship with his people, they had to stay in right standing with him. So there was a lot of things that they had to do to remain in that relationship with him. But when Jesus came to earth, when God sent Jesus, he was going to be the new covenant, the person that died for our sins so we can spend eternity with him. All right. And the last one Jesus heals is because he loves us, because he wants good for his people. <clears throat> and we see that even today still, huh? All right, well, my time is up, friends, and it's for you to go back to class, but do I have someone that would like to pray for us? Yeah, okay, come on up. All 
All right, everyone bow your heads and close your eyes. Dearly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for everything that you've done for us. I pray for anybody who's hurt or sickly that you can just heal them, Lord. I pray for all these children in the room that we can just really open our hearts to Jesus Christ, Lord, that we know that he's with us throughout every uh, moment of our lives. And I just pray that we have a great day today and a great week. And in your name, amen. Thank you, friends, and I'll see you next week. This episode has been a production of the Capistrano Valley Christian Schools Podcast Network. Capistrano Valley Christian Schools is a Christian JK-12 school in San Juan Capistrano, California. Be sure to check out, subscribe to, and leave a review of this show and the other shows on our network on your podcast player of choice. Doing so supports the school community in a multitude of ways. For more information about the CVCS Podcast Network or any of our other shows, check out cvcs.org or email podcasts at cvcs.org. On behalf of the whole network, this is Mr. Jasper saying thank you again for listening and stay tuned for more.